Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello everyone, welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club Act 22, the Rangers podcast. What a week it has been and there will certainly be no booing of Santa on this podcast. I am Scott Carney and joining me tonight for a, a positive podcast, the positive podcast is back, is first of all, first of all, even Alistair Pearson. Ali, how are you? Very well, it's been a very, very good week. Obviously with Betis and then obviously won the, the League Cup, so couldn't have gone any better, to be honest. And um aye. It'd be good to see if Santa comes out at half time at Ibrox tomorrow night. Maybe we'll give him <laughs> a applause tomorrow. So I reckon if Santa comes out to Ibrox tomorrow night, you'll get like the biggest ovation of his entire life, I would expect. Aye. <laughs> um bye. I, I hope I hope Rangers don't do that, but yeah, you never know. You never know. And Jamie McKay. Jamie, how are you, mate? Suffering a bit with man flu. I'm I'm suffering with mentally, but I'm clinging on for dear life, mate. Aye, but but what a what a what a few days, and also it's good to see you come over at my place back on the Rangers playlist again at Hamden on Sunday. So, a few happy bears. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. A very very enjoyable day indeed. Um, Ryan passes on his apologies. Ryan's got a chest infection. The club cup final has taken him, and it's won. Uh, so Ryan is Ryan's in his sick bed. So get well soon, mate. Hopefully see you back, and uh, not too long at all. Before we go any further, as you can see scrolling along the bottom of the screen, if you are watching us, um, it's time to talk about our live show. So yes, tickets are still available for club at twenty two live at the Loudon with special guest Stevie Cliff from Four Lads Had a Dream. Tickets are only £7 and the Loudon will be putting out pies for the breaks, which is very kind of them. Uh, raffle prizes are being sourced as we speak and we will be donating the proceeds of the raffle to the Rangers Charity Foundation. So please come along. Uh, it promises to be a fantastic night. Plus, we have just won a cup. And I'm sure, I'm pretty sure, even by the 19th of January, uh, we'll all still be wanting to talk about it. So, to get your tickets, click in the link. Uh, the description is in the uh, for this podcast. The link is in the description for this podcast, even if I put my teeth in, I'll be able to say that properly. And, uh, yeah, Club at 22 at the Loudoun, Friday the 19th of January 2024, with special guest Stevie Clifford from Four Lads Had a Dream. So, yes, for those that have asked as well already, um, the tickets will be sent out after the new year, so don't worry. I've got your orders. Everything is fine. If you booked it and you get the confirmation email it's all well and good um the tickets will be out just after just after the new year so uh just bear with me you will definitely get your ticket but yes ali the live show mate it's going to be even much better the fact that we won the cup is it not ah, just yeah um and hopefully by then we're sitting well hopefully we're beating celtic at parkhead potentially the way games could go potentially could be top of the league i know they'll always have the game in hand Regardless, because obviously they played at the weekend there, so there'll be a game. We play a game in hand, St. George's tomorrow night, but there's another game in hand, so we won't play that to the new year. But 
Aye, it's all it's all positive. So hopefully by the time it comes to a live show, Carney, and January's at time. I'm always I know folks sometimes think it's good to get a wee break, but after a couple of days of not having Rangers, you're like, I want something. So um I'd like to think a lot of folk would come along. Seven quid, I think it's I think you've priced it pretty well, Carney, to come and see us clowns up on the stage. So um and Stevie <laughs> Clifford's here as well, and also the free pie. So I think it'd be a good night and Folks should come along and get involved with it. And um yeah, they can get to talk to us as well, ask us ask us any question they want. <laughs> yeah, any literally any question that they <laughs> that, that, that they wish, mate. Yes. Uh, no, I say I'm 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 very much looking forward to it. Uh, Jamie, kinda this kind of harks back to our childhood, mate. Me and you've been on a stage together because for those that don't know, me and Jimmy were in a band together for years and we actually oh, thought aye. we were something. <laughs> oh I this is this is this is going back to the band days. I mean, don't bring a guitar because we were that bad. So no, I think I the the, the Loudon Tavern ties are going to definitely be the highlight. No music involved this yeah. time, Scotia. Definitely, uh, definitely no. no. None of us we're not doing a tune. <laughs> Please, nobody even ask us to do a tune because it certainly is not happening. That was a different era. Seems like a lifetime ago. You've got to hike, mate. It That's does. like what twenty years ago we were doing that. Aye, aye. Like and maybe a wee bit more as well. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely absolute ridiculous. Aye, we'll just we'll stick we'll stick to the Rangers songs these days in our old age, mate. Mm. Mm, definitely, mate. Safe, yeah, safe. definitely. <laughs> safe, safe as houses. So yeah, uh, hopefully you can make it along. It'd be really good to see. See, tickets are selling. Um, they're selling well. Uh, but I, I don't want people to miss out. I understand the time of year and that, that it is. Um, hence why I think we've kind of went in at seven quid, which is a cracking deal. Um, I think for for all of us, a free pie. We're doing actually doing the charity foundation um, raffle, and plus um, you get to meet Stevie as well. Stevie will be there to pass his opinions and things, and hopefully we're sitting very pretty at the top of the league as well as winning the league cup, which would be absolutely smashing. Promises to be a great night and it's just before the Dumbarton game so it's just a, a build up again to the start of the football proper returning um, just before we move on any further uh, Dundee Taylor I have to give a massive shout out to him he bought the podcast three coffees very much appreciated Dundee you're always in there with the coffee buying so I really do appreciate that if you'd like to do the same you can support this podcast to reach the next level by joining the channel for as little as 99p a month you can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the coffee buying legend membership via buymeacoffee.com all the links in the description for this podcast. Right, gentlemen, Rangers. We will start with a just a quick touch on the Betis game because I'm I'm very aware that I was I was the only one on on um, Thursday and Friday last week to give my reaction to it. Ali, I know we did a brief bit as we were outside the Loudon on Saturday there, but we done things a hard way. Yes, we did, but it was the start of um, two pretty fantastic games, and this one was can't really be underestimated either. The effort that the that the team put in on Thursday night in order to get us over the line, and ultimately, mate, we got the job done. Um, another another night in Europe that Rangers can be proud of. Yeah, it was. Um, I didn't see it coming, Carney. But at the same time, speaking to Ryan when we were on that cruise, we were on. We said we won't be we won't be surprised if Rangers won it because it was a. I didn't think it was a pressure game for Rangers. They weren't expected to win it. The injuries we had, etc. But. It wasn't a shock for me that they won it. Betis, I'll be honest, Betis when it came to Ibrox, I didn't think they were I didn't think they were that great, to be honest. Um against the Michael Beale team at that time. But obviously their record at home speaks for itself. Undefeated this calendar year through with Real Madrid the game previous. So some achievement by Rangers with the players out, Carney. Players in positions they don't play, like Sterling, etc. Lammers having to play, Dessers having to play, these guys have been a bit of a joke figure this season. So Phenomenal achievement, Carney, and going into the last 16, we've skipped that round. There's more money in the coffers now for, for uh, Clermont, hopefully in January, maybe reinvest in the team. So, yeah, positives. Because at one point, I, I was I honestly thought after the Limassol game, it was conference for us. I really did, having been honest. So getting that was a huge, huge bonus um, for Rangers and more, more importantly, financially, because I think it'll give him something in January to, to invest in this squad. Because I don't think the Rangers board would have thought after Limassol we would have topped that group. I don't think many would have, mate. I think we might have uttered the words to each other in the car after a Limassol game, mate, that we're probably not getting through. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. probably isn't going to happen. I think we I think we would have. Because we're, we're I th- realistic, yeah, I know some people see it as being negative, but sometimes I think to yourself, nah, I can't really see it. But, Jamie, the way that the team performed, um, especially in that second half, I thought the first half was a bit harem-scarem kind of 
two really good goals by Betis, two really good good goals from us. Uh, but Rangers hung out there in, in the in the second half, and we we left everything on the pitch. And Kamar Roof comes on right. and does what Kamar Roof does, Mister Six Yard Box, mate, and gets a result. But it's a it's a cracking result for Rangers, and it really, as Ali says, we miss out we miss out around and we go straight into the round after. So um, it's a, a real positive for the club and Clement. Aye. No, it was it was it was a huge huge game, and it's like I think it's one of the games we've been we've been looking for to be a catalyst to, to kick on. I, I think we thought the the, the kick on was going to be if we won on Sunday there, but really it was such a it was such a huge performance and a huge result in Europe. It's the first time we've won in Spain as well in Europe, which is just absolutely mind blowing for these players to go and actually get that done. But on the whole, I just thought it's a proper top Rangers away performance as well. I don't think. There was really that many players that were on the pitch that were that bad. I mean, Sam Lammers with, with a few with a few kind of hesitant touches as he usually does. But I mean, I think I think from 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 front to back, I think we were brilliant. And then Desers Desers' goal as well was just unbelievable. I thought I thought they I thought they replaced him with the OGR nine. So it was, it was actually that good. So no, nah, nah, it was a really great performance. I mean, it was a, it was good to be Rangers fan Thursday. Absolutely, yeah, it was superb. Yeah, and no. No negatives on Lammers, not tonight. We're not doing that tonight. We'll not be we'll not be negative. I'll, I'll give them a pass this week. Uh, but no, it was a massive a massive achievement and a real springboard into Sunday. And into Sunday we'll we'll go. Um, obviously we won the via we won the the via play League Cup on Sunday. We won the League Cup on Sunday. It's just nice to say that. It feels really good to be able to say that after 12 years. Uh, obviously by beating Aberdeen by a goal to nil. Uh, a late second half goal by who else? Mr James Tavernier. Uh, Jamie, I'll come back to you. Fantastic achievement. They're long overdue. Uh, but the Cup is now back where it belongs, mate. No, I mean, we've, we've been waiting on it for, for over a decade, haven't we? And it's been, the, it's been the one that's escaped, isn't it? It's always... Like typically, typically for a domestic season, we spoke about it last week on the pod as well, Scott. That really is you can kick on from a league cup win. Um, really, I I didn't think we were. It was really that in doubt from us. I think it was a bit of a a bit of a slow start. I'm sure we'll come on to the the performance on the whole, but to have it back at Ibrox and then to see the scenes after as well, where the fans back there. I met I was getting underground back home from town uh, from Shield Road. And I met a wee boy and his dad, and the wee boy was just delighted. And see, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Because it's these these generations of fans hadn't seen it yet, so it's brilliant to see. Yeah, um, as you say, I know you're new to the, the pod, Jamie, and just so people understand, obviously, me and, me and Jamie are exactly the same age, three days apart, our birthdays are, and we grew up watching Rangers win everything, that was kind of what we done, and the, the League Cup was one of those things that we always won, and to go so long without it, yeah. It kind of boggles my mind when I think that the last time we won that was that Yelovich goal, and it, it, it kind of like I can't believe that's how long ago that was. And but ultimately it is, but it, it feels very good. Ali, Jimmy touched on the the scenes, um, even at Hamden, but afterwards as well. Um, at Ibrooks, with the players going to Edmondson House, the pictures that you were seeing from the manager walking with the trophy and stuff, uh, everything about it. The rest of Scottish football will wonder, always underplay anything that Rangers ever do well, mate. And they, they can and they will, and that's just the way of life because they hate us and we're all absolutely fine with that. But it can be underestimated just how big achievement this is for the club, how big an achievement this is for Clement because that was a massive, massive pressure game for him. It might not have seemed like a lot. I know it was Aberdeen, if you were like, and we'd expected to beat Aberdeen. But coming off the back of Thursday night, with the depleted squad that we have, the pressure would have been huge on Clement. And it would have... Losing that final would have put would have put pressure on him. Whether whether we like to admit it or not, it would have put pressure on him. But to see him and to see how much he enjoyed it, it was a real, it was a real special day on Sunday. Oh, it was brilliant. Rangers had to win on Sunday, Carney. See if Rangers didn't win, that balloon would have been popped for me. I know if you look at the overall yeah. picture, we're in the league, etc., etc. But, I mean, all of us, before we went to the game, were sitting. None of us were confident, Carney, because every no. pressure game Rangers were into, they failed pretty much. Um, but then you thought, winning bets, you, you would like to think, being a player out in bets, doing what they did, they'd be desperate to go into this cup final and lift a cup. And they were Rangers. They're the better team overall. Slow start. Second half, I could feel it coming, Carney. You know how Aberdeen play. They niggly fills, play for second balls, set pieces, etc. That's what they're looking for. Dealt them comfortably, but it's huge for Rangers. And you can tell by Clement, um, his reaction after the game. 
it was uh, it was massive and the fans as well, Carney. Just you could just see what it meant to everyone, even after we were in church and hill afterwards, and it was a, a great night having a sing song, etc. But that's what it should be, Carney. You go on about yourself and Jamie. I'm slightly older than you two there, but we've grown up and seen it all and spoiled, to be honest, at the beginning, because we're used to seeing Rangers lift trophies every season. Similar to Celtic fans at the moment, they've been spoiled rotten with getting trophies lifted, and you see what happens to them after they lose a couple of games. Um, but this is what spectacular, isn't it? It's brilliant, isn't it? It's quite funny, but but it's but it's true. They've been spoiled rotten. We were spoiled rotten um, in the nineties, etc. As well. So, but yeah. this is what Rangers should be doing. Can Rangers be lifting cups? I mean, the amount of times Ryan comes on this podcast and goes, he he just wants to see shiny things flung in front of him. In terms of cups and leaps, and to me, it's it's a it's a great winning the league cups a big one because you can use it as a catalyst to to kick on the season, and then you look where we are in the league now, Carney. Nobody ever thought for a second we'd be sitting where we are in the league. Nobody. Um, so it's there for Rangers, and they need to use that league cup one on Sunday as momentum into these games before the the winter break for me. Yeah, I I completely agree, and you're right in terms of talking about the game. I don't want to be too critical of the performance because I don't think it's really relevant. It's all about winning. Nobody remembers how good you played in a final. It's if you won the final or you don't, and we did. We so we did. You all you'll remember is that goal from James Tavernier. You won't remember very much else. You remember bits of the scenes afterwards and stuff, and Tavernier with the trophy, Clement with the trophy, Barisic with his flag, the they kind of things. That's the things that you remember, but you you won't remember the performance. So I'm not too bothered either by the kind of the, the standard that was on show it was a horrific day the weather was awful the pitch is a disgrace we all know that it's an absolute disgrace and ultimately we went out there and we Aberdeen didn't really lay a glove on us really after watching the game back we were never in really any great danger we were we were dealing with much apart from that one flash ball in the second half that they, they put across our goal um, but there was nobody obviously on the end of it that was the only time where I felt like oh, like you kind of take that deep in intake of breath because you thought that could have been that could have been a goal there but apart from that the goal was coming uh, and I say I think it's just so it's so fitting that James Tavernier um, manages to get the, get the goal. Um, and I think from the stats that I've checked, Aberdeen didn't have a shot on target. We had six on target. Their keeper, keeper was the busier of the two. Whether you like it or not, you can. I don't really like the European hangover thing, but that's a hell of an effort we put in on Thursday night to come in and then go again and a very heavy pitch on the on the uh, on the Sunday um, and constantly have to be. In, fully concentrated to a long ball coming because that's really all Aberdeen planned to do was to win second balls after a long ball and um, I thought we managed it very, very well. But Jamie, I'll come to you about James Tavernier. Um, I am for one of going, I was I was querying on maybe getting dropped and maybe seeing Sterling coming in at times because I thought the defensively was poor. We were also in the midst of a, a Beal disaster, which was, I think, clouding judgment on a lot of things because of where we are and the standard of football we were seeing. But see, for me now, this, see this chat of James Tavernier needs dropped, that needs to stop, it really does. I think the effort that this guy has shown this club over this period of being here, really, he's really now just... If anything, um, reassuring everybody that his place in the the Hall of Fame is thoroughly deserved now, uh, and this is again in my opinion. But it, it, the the effort this this guy puts in for our football club to me is unrivaled. Hundred percent. I mean, whenever whenever there's a there's a big result that doesn't go our way, it's Tav that kind of gets it in the neck. And I'm going to be completely honest with you right now. At times, I've been a wee bit scared in a Tav, especially in a in a defensive sense and a positional sense. I've there's been some times that he's been he's came into questions. However, the 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 stats don't lie. His return for is um, is just fantastic. And as well, in terms of big games and stepping up in big games, we needed him on Sunday, and it was starting to get a little bit flat. And as Ali said earlier on, you could kind of sense a goal coming after I think it was a couple of free kicks we had, um, and you, and you knew it was coming. And I think it just it just kind of felt like fate that it was going to be Tav that scored it. But yeah, no, I completely agree. It's he's we can rely on him, and I think. There was a very healthy debate about the whole Hall of Fame thing um, and, and if he was deserving to, to actually be in there. I think I think now he's he's, he's done the clean sweep of domestic trophies in Scotland um, and you're just hoping what's that? He's 32, he's got a couple of more years left and he can put a few more in his trophy cabinet for finishing. 
Yeah, Ali, it's it, Jamie spot on. The, he's lifted every domestic trophy. Now, arguably, yes, there's an argument and that he should have lifted more, yes, but he can't literally do it all himself. Um, there's been, obviously, certain certain players that have let him down. And Conor Goldson made a point after the game that he said um, Rangers fans won't know or this club won't know what James Tavernier is until James Tavernier isn't here anymore. And I thought, you are absolutely spot on. This guy deserves a break now. He really does deserve a break because... We needed someone to stand up, mate, and be counted. And even when Tav talks about the goal after it, he knew he could score from that position. He knew where the space was going to be for him to get that goal. And after it, all I could do was just commend him. I thought, that's absolutely spectacular from your captain. Yeah. I mean, we, <clears throat> after that Aberdeen game at Ibrox, when Beal was ultimately bulleted after that, we all had a discussion and should he be stripped the camp, say he should be dropped. And <clears throat> I think we all agreed he should be dropped, etc. Maybe even, I think I even said he should be the new manager should make a point and take the captaincy off him, possibly. But back then, you're, it wasn't a good time under Beal, so it's it's oh. it's hard to when you actually sit back and look at it. Tav was never the issue in the Rangers team, and he never has been. It's other players around him, but um, ah, he's been he's been brilliant. To have two hundred thousand pound we paid for him, can he? Ah, real mate, two hundred grand for Wigan. I mean. And the, the figures, the stats, which Jamie's on about, I mean, they don't lie. How many goals this guy's scored? How many big goals he's scored? You think of that Europa League run. How many goals did he score for us in that Europa League mm. run? Big goals. And again, he stepped up with a big goal. Since Clement came in, Carney, I think he's been probably one of our better players to have. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Scored a lot of goals. He's our, I think he's our top goal scorer this season so far, Tav. And they're not all penalties. Um, I'm pretty sure our top goal scorer now. Seema? Uh, is it not Seema? <laughs> Is it Seema? I don't know. Tap's up there. Maybe it's maybe it Seema, but he's right up there anyway. Um, but I I don't think we'll be able to replace him, Carney. What he does, what he gives us up and down the park, goals. He, Rangers wouldn't have enough money to replace him in terms of if you went, to go, went out and buy a guy that's ready-made, they'll need to go with somebody that's <clears throat> maybe a development-type player to come in there and maybe Similar to when we got Tav all those years ago, but he's um, how, how many years has he been at Rangers? Seven, eight years or something. Like that. Eight years it's... now. I think seven, seven, eight years now. Aye, it was when it was when Warburton came in, wasn't it? Like that's yeah. mm-hmm. since then. And I actually seen someday it was a fan on Twitter uh, actually at Mark Warburton say thanks very much for buying Tav. They get back him. <laughs> no bother, mate. A thumbs up. <laughs> but but I mean like. Aye, but 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 Ali's right. He's been he's been here. You forget he's been here that long, and in, in in the like the the trials and tribulations that he's been through as a club captain, and and the different managers he's been through. I think that's why he's, he's questioned as well. It's because he's 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 seen he's seen not seen off a few managers, but he's been in that same team. And as we're just talking about there, he's he's not the issue. But yeah, as Ali was saying, I think the chat about stripping the captain and all that. I think that a majority of Rangers fans would have been would have probably been agreeing with you. Uh, after that Aberdeen game, but it's, it's, it's good to see him back and performing to the best of his ability as well. 
Absolutely, and I, I seen one the a tweet that said, um, "I'm actually beginning to love this bar steward, but not bar steward word uh, again." And he's like, "I hate myself," and I'm just like, "Well, you shouldn't. You really shouldn't." James Tavernier, he's, he's just he just proves his worth to me time and time again. Again, I gets doubted. He gets the majority of the blame for stuff, and then he, he goes and pulls it out of the bag like that. So no, I'm delighted for Tavernier. I really, really am. Um, come on, um, Ali, I'll come back to you. Um, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, I just have the feeling with Clement that he very much just knows what he is doing. This is him with can you call it that? Can you call him the dregs of what Beale had left over? Maybe not the dregs. I think there's some players in there, but he's certainly doing his best to try and polish it. Some of some of them that are a bit a bit not up to standard anyway. Uh, but I'm excited to see more of him, mate. And I'm the players that he's the players that he's going to be buying, um, the players that he's, he's going to obviously look to bring in, obviously when it gets to January, sorry, lost my chain of thought a wee bit there. Um, he's looking, that this bit of that excites me because this team now, and I know we went through this bounce, the new manager bounce, and then we hit a wee dip and all of a sudden, oh, the new manager bounce is gone, but then we've had two massive games, results, so... These players are beginning to buy into this. They really are beginning to buy into him. And now with a transfer window coming up, be it loans, be it getting people rid of people before we bring people in, I don't think it really matters. He's still going to get a few players that he wants to bring in here. I'm I'm so excited for the future, Wonderum, and I'm trying not to get too carried away because I know what happened under Michael Beale, I get that. But right now I'm going... Everything that you're doing, everything that's asked of you, that you're getting asked of in terms of these big games, in terms of these big moments that we haven't been capitalising on and taking our opportunities, he's doing it. Ah, he's a proper manager, can he? I mean, <clears throat> Michael Beale had a very good start to his Rangers career, but big games, i.e. League Cup, last Against League Celtic. Cup final. I know we've got an old from yet as well, I know. Failed. You look at the team he put out and everyone went, fussy down and ultimately failed. Clement knows what he's doing, Carney. He's getting a tune out of some of these players. He'll know by now what players he wants show of, which isn't easy to get short of players, but he'll know. <clears throat> and um, I'm the same as you. I'm excited to see what he'll be like when he brings in players that he's worked with, he knows, he wants to bring in, because he's, um, ah, he's, he's turned us into what we wanted, Carney. He's turned us into a football team. You can see how the way he plays. You can see the system that he's, he's working to. He's you couldn't see under Beal. Um but I, I just I just think everything about him. He's got a presence about him, the way the, the players talk about him, um, the belief he's put into these players, he's just I he's a he's a as a proper top manager, can one of the press guys asked him today something about pretty much a faultless start to his Rangers career, could he dreamed it any better? And then they kinda went, Well, we've dropped points in the league, so it's not mm-hmm. it could have been better. And I like that. Because it, it's true, though. It's true. Like that, that Aberdeen game, he's probably talking about the one he's draw. But for me, yeah. When he first came, I didn't think he would be sitting with Val right now, can he? I really didn't, in terms of those group of players and the injuries we've got since he's come in. That's the one thing he said about this team, about injuries. And when he's come in, the Christ injuries will get bloody worse. <laughs> but um, aye, it's, it'll be exciting to see January... I, and, but mainly next season for me, Carney, when he's got a proper pre-season and he's got a proper squad in for him um, to see what he works and, with. But, and, and after we've won the quadruple, yeah, is that what you mean? Yes, after we've been to Dublin, yes. Yeah, exactly. after we've been to Dublin. <laughs> then, we'll see what, then we'll see what he's all about after we've won the quadruple, yeah. I get that. Jamie, I think Ali makes a point there about the, the injuries and I think that's mm-hmm. even more credit to Clement for the fact that even with the, this kind of injury-stricken team that we have and the problems that seem to run deep with the injuries within the squad, he's still managing to get a tune out of these players. And he's yeah. very much... If you've seen the the away days thing um, on Rangers TV, after the full-time whistle, he turns around to the young boys and he said, that's the first. And that was it. That was, that's the first. And I'm like, yes, like more of this. Yeah. Quite quickly, I think Clement has completely understood what he has to do here. And... Winning is the only option. There is no, there is no alternative to it, and he's right. very much of that. He's very much of that mindset. But so far, mate, the guy's his report card for me is as good as as good as um, flawless, really. Aye, I mean, he's just a total mentality monster, right? And that's that's what fits in so well with Glasgow Rangers because we're obviously built to win. We're built to win every single game and every single competition we're in. So. Really, it, it fits perfectly. In terms of the, the squad that he's inherited, I mean, 
probably a shiny example in the last three games, especially is Sterling playing out a position in central midfield, playing the way he did on Sunday. That's no fluke. That's coached. That's a manager. That's somebody that knows what they're talking about. Uh, and that's the guy we've got at the helm. And, and I think that's the, the, the best reason to be super positive if you're a Rangers fan. Yeah, you're 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 spot on, mate. And Sterling was actually the next guy I was going to going to speak about. Um, but you're right. I, 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 it's not. Clement hasn't flung something at a wall and hope it's stuck with Sterling. He's seen something in him and thought you could do what I want you to do in that area of the pitch. And he's coached them on how to do it. I am I, um, I'm of the opinion that that is Sterling's position now. It's up to whoever's coming back from injury whenever they wish to come back. It's up to them to win that jersey. So I'm interested Aye. to hear. What, your opinion, but use both your opinions would be, Jamie. What would you say? Would you say that Sterling is the he's the partner for Lundstrom going forward just now? He's he's cemented that place now. He's cemented that place. It's not as if he, he's he's going away to Betis. They've they've not been beat at home. Um, that was it was also a very volatile atmosphere in that stadium. He's went away yeah. and played absolutely brilliantly in that game, and then he's 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 been superb in the in the centre of the park in in at Hamden on Sunday. So. I think obviously there's there's chat of Ryan Jack coming back for injury, but it's his position to lose now. There's there's absolutely no way he can be dropped from that position. And as I say, like every, everyone knows how good Lundstrom's been. Uh, along with Tav, I think he's probably been one of the most improved players under Clement. So Definitely. that he he's he's gonna have to do a lot wrong to lose that centre midfield space. Uh, so I would say the rest of the, the, the midfielders are out at the moment in injury. They've 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 got to they've got to be lucky to get back in there. Definitely. Yeah, they've definitely got their work cut out to get that jersey back, in my opinion. Yeah. Ali, your thoughts on, on Sterling? I think he's, I know we speak about Tavernier and Lundstrom being the back in form, I would say anyway, back to what we're used to seeing under um, from these two players um, under Clement. But Sterling, for me, it's just like, it's like a, a kind of nowhere kind of player. And yeah. it, it always happens usually when a player, when a manager comes in, he'll identify a player and, and he'll really coach them and he'll really push them through. But for me, Sterling's He's, he's nailed down that position now. Yeah, I've first seen Sterling, but we've seen him at right back against, I think it was a League Cup early doors in one of the rounds or something, and we've seen him um, at left back now and again. I, th- I thought he was all right, but he didn't. He never stood out for me, car. I never thought, well, what a player he's going to be, or he could push half. I always thought he was all right. Um, mm-hmm. But the last two games, Khan, he's, Christ, he's took his chance, hasn't he? Um He's cemented it. You look at the midfield now. Sofrentes looks like he's injured for... Well, we don't know when he's injured for. Ryan Jack, is he back before Christmas? Is it after Christmas? To me, you're right, Ryan Jack, off to after January. So yeah, I agree. He's a guy with a shot for me, Carney. He's athletic, quick, good with the ball at his feet. I think he compliments Lundstrom quite well in there. So for me, he's got a jersey. I've had a lot of people this week use a comparison of and I'm not saying he is this player um, in terms of Bassey, in terms of how Bassey came into the team. He found himself in the team because of what happened to Hollander and you look what happened to him and he made that position his own going to the end of the season. And it's, it's a kind of similar um, similar at the moment in terms of the way he's come in. So, it's yeah, he's got... I, I agree with yourself and Jamie. He's got the shirt going forward, Carney, and I'm more than happy. I mean, he has a bit of dig for me in the middle of the park as well, Carney. Um, he's strong as well. I, I think we lack physicality in the middle of the park at times. And he brings it for me, and him and Lundstrom going forward for me is a, a good partnership. Absolutely. Um, just quickly, one. Well, I always say one more answers, Jamie. You'll get used to this. I, I say it to Ali, and Ali will give me probably about four essays worth of an answer. Um, John Lundstrom, mate, on this form, the way he is, new contract. Hundred percent. Ali. Yes. <laughs> he actually gave me one more that he's trying to prove a point there did you see that he's trying to prove a point I think the same though like uh, we all know the kind of player that Lundstrom can be and we, we, I think we were all getting a wee bit dragged into the nervousness of he did previous of this from she- Sheffield United where he just kind of fell off a cliff and he didn't really get any sort of form back but what we're seeing under Clement for me I, I think I think it's uh, I think it's kind of a no-brainer to at least give him a year anyway and see where we are, or two years even, just whatever we need to do. But if he continues like this for the rest of the season, I don't think there'll be any great danger in um, 
any, any great danger in uh, them offering a new contract. Um, so because of my um, really poor planning, and I've not asked the lads, I'm not sure if we're actually on on Friday or not, so I'm going to do this as a precaution. <laughs> uh, it's time for a word from our sponsors. Uh, this The season for a fresh cut is finally here with the sponsors of this podcast, Manscaped. The leaders in Below the Waist Grooming have just launched their fifth generation lawnmower to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your south pole with Manscaped and watch it shine like never before. Get the best locking filler of all by going to manscaped.com using the code CLUBAT22 for 20% off and free shipping. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Starting with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, this is the crown jewel of the holidays and dare I say it, the best ball trimmer of all time. The Electric Razor's advanced skin safe technology is a lifesaver and known for reducing nits and cuts on your Santa sack. But the fun doesn't stop there. The Manscaped Beard Hedger Pro Kit and Handyman Electric Face Shaver, which is Ali's absolute favourite, are a must buy Christmas gift for all his facial hair needs. Also, save the day with the Weed Whacker 2.0 Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take care of those chestnuts with Manscaped's Boxers 2.0 featuring the signature dual pouch to keep you calm, cool and collected. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. Say ho, ho, ho to a well-groomed mistletoe with Manscaped. Thank you to Manscaped for their continued support. Really do appreciate it. Their stuff is genuinely fantastic. Brilliant Christmas gift for man or woman to be fair. I think they've, they've got quite a lot of women products as well. So yes, man or woman. And yeah, if you use our code you'll be supporting our podcast. So thank you very much for that. And if you come to live night and enter the raffle, you'll me a chance of winning a pack of some sort, whatever one it may be. Yeah, but you'll me a chance of winning that. So yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we are on Friday because I've still not actually confirmed the message that I might actually be going out on Friday so usual stuff for professionalism and everything that runs with this podcast but I'll get back to you about that. I'll get back to you about that. Probably let you know tomorrow after the game. Uh, before we come on to this St. Johnston game, um, we will just speak about a bit of news that came out earlier today, and it was the fact that there's going to be no fans at the Old Firm game at Parkhead on the 30th of December. So I'll read the club statement. Despite winning a case to put an SPF to put an SPF. L Board Subcommittee Rangers FC with extreme disappointment will not have any supporters present at Parkhead for the Old Firm match on December the 30th. The subcommittee agreed with Rangers that Celtic's FC stance of providing zero, zero tickets to Rangers fans was unreasonable. Despite the fact that the subcommittee agreed with Rangers, the subcommittee was unwilling to determine what reasonable number of tickets for the fixture would be. It says subcommittee a lot in this statement. The subcommittee he was unable to determine the reasonable number due to the fact that the other party had not submitted enough evidence on this issue, despite having ample opportunity to do so in the weeks and months leading up to the hearing. Rangers' position has always been clear. We want away fans from all clubs at our stadium and wish for that to be reciprocated when we travel to other clubs' grounds. This decision calls into question the effectiveness and highlights the procedural defects of SPFL Rule 127. To Rangers, it's grossly unfair that the club, in this case Celtic, fails to submit sufficient evidence as part of such proceedings. It effectively ties the hands of the subcommittee in being able to determine what a reasonable number of tickets should be, especially when the subcommittee agrees that the reasonable number cannot be zero. Conversely, if a club in this case Rangers, complies fully and provides all necessary information in good faith, it can still be penalised. The club will consider its position before participating in any further SPFL-led hearings. Rangers, alongside several other SPFL clubs, also looks forward to the overdue findings of the ongoing protracted SPFL governance review. Rangers will will be making no further comment at this time. Ali, a subcommittee that does nothing is the most SPFL thing I've ever heard of. What's the point here? What's the point? Can there's I, no, there's this, literally this, no point in it at all. This, this coming out today is, is no shock to me. See, see, I knew we were getting no tickets. Celtic, it's our, it's our ball, and that's end it. They're, they're not engaging with this subcommittee, so it's, it's, it's a joke, can't it? It's, it's tip for tap. We could be all with this on our podcast, and it's all, and we've covered it on the podcast. 
Celtic want the full broom loan. That's what they want. They want the full broom loan back. Rangers have went. He ain't getting the full broom loan back. So it's it's tip for tap with the two of them at the moment. Um, I can't see them coming to a, an agreement. For me, it should be Europe, the European elements. But again, it's another podcast on its own. But this subcommittee, it's, there's no point in it. It's Celtic haven't engaged with them. Apparently, I've watched the news tonight and Celtic are saying, well, that's not the truth. So they're interested to see what they say after it. But waste of time, Carney. And it's a pity because these guys that want to go there to Tipparkhead, yeah, it might only be 900 tickets, but there's still a lot of guys that want to go there. They want to be there. They want to show the support for the team. And ultimately, Celtic have just went, no, nah, you're not coming. They've decided Celtic, not this subcommittee. Celtic have decided. Um, so to me, that's more that's more motivation for Rangers when they go to Parkhead on the 30th, Carney to beat them in their backyard with all their fans there. So that's the motivation for me, but not shocked at all. No, Jamie, it's, it is, it's becoming pretty pathetic now and embarrassing, really, really, for Scottish football as a whole, for this to continue on. And look, I'm not going to be naive here. I'll, I'll, I'll slightly tip down my blue-tinted glasses. Rangers have a part to play in it. I do get that, but I am more understanding of the Rangers' point of view than I am um, than Celtics because... They they cited safety concerns at Ibrooks, which is nonsense. Um, it's just an absolute farce, and it's a made up rule to to get out of it. I do mm-hmm. believe that Celtic are trying to hardball Rangers, and that they're they're trying their hardest to make Rangers fall, and Rangers are just not really going to put up with it. But this subcommittee thing, it's nothing to do with the subcommittee. Celtic have went, you're not getting any tickets because we say so, and the SPFL subcommittee have just went, okay. So, so is the subcommittee the Celtic board? That's what I'm struggling to understand. Probably, you know I mean? so, yes, I would so imagine it's. It, I'd imagine it, it's it, chaired by Lowell, Yeah, aye, it's, it sounds it sounds a hell of a lot like that. I mean, obviously that the whole thing splits opinion in, within Rangers fans. As you say, we've got our part to play in it. Um, it seems like now a case of who's going to blink first. They want the full broom yeah. one back, but it's dating back years now. We we've we've shifted loads of season tickets in there. Folk will be. Folk will be getting moved all around the stadium. The, as Ali says, the Dortmund allocation seems like a fair way to go. Three and a half thousand, four thousand, and then we get the same going there. But yeah, I just I just think that the, the more the time wears on here and the more that Celtic seem to want to stick with the give us a full broom one thing, I don't really see where there's going to be, uh, where they're going to meet in the middle with this one. And I, I, honestly, I honestly do think it could rumble on for a while. I hope it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, Siege mentality. We're not going to have any fans in there. I'd much rather we had nine hundred beers sitting in that corner, but it's not going to be the case. So we can we can still go there and do a job. Uh, and I think come on, will be telling his players out on the day as well. I I for one want away fans in the stadium. I, I'm never saying that. Oh, well, we should just ban them from the, and they shouldn't be able to come. I don't particularly like it. I think it takes away from the the overall fixture. I think Rangers are. The way Rangers went ahead and just sold all the tickets without actually entering into proper talks with the SPFL and maybe Celtic maybe was a wee bit of a bit of ill judgment at first. I can understand why Rangers are doing it because they want to re- generate as much revenue as possible. I completely understand that. But there should have been a contingency plan for it in case this well, the inevitable backlash that was going to come. I'm the same. I don't understand why we can't have the European allocation. I don't know what difference it makes. It really doesn't because it can be segregated, no problem at all. There's no real issue with it. Um, in that regard, um, if people would say, "Oh no, they're too close at Hamden," you're not very far away from them. Do you know what I mean? And we manage that pretty much okay. So, I, I think it's something that needs to be revisited. But it's, it is going to rumble on and on now. Now, and Celtic are just going to continuously play the safety concern card in terms of um, um, t- in terms of them getting tickets at Ibrooks. But yeah, I'm not shocked that they've came out for it, come out and said it now. But it's just one of those things that I wish would go away, and we can come to some form of agreement and move on. Be it a, a thousand, be it. 1500 be 800 900 it doesn't really matter but we need to have away fans in these games to, to add to the spectacle of the old firm because it's pretty much the only thing in Scottish football that is sellable it's the only thing that we can sell to broadcasters and um, to say look you're going to end up with that the x amount of old firm games or whatever but yeah a real a real weird thing to, um a real weird subcommittee thing that I just it baffled me when I read that statement I'm going it's like 
I don't even know. I don't. I can't even think of a superlative in life that makes me think of something like that. You, these people in these jobs, I'll take their job. I'll happily sit there and get paid fucking 70, 80 grand a year or whatever it is to go, okay, do whatever somebody else says. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad, but it's not a great look for Scottish football. But yeah, there doesn't really seem to be an end in sight for it. So go there, Rangers, and silence the fool of them. That would be tremendous. Score, score a couple and you'll be able to hear a pin drop, that's for sure. And you'll be able to hear Santa getting booed as well. Um, so we'll move on to the St Johnston game. Um, another must-win game, Ali. There's not really any great doubt about it. This is our game in hand. One of the games in hand anyway. And they're finding some form under Craig Levine um, just now. So what's your thoughts at the head of the game tomorrow night? Um, yeah, St Johnston, since Levine's come in, um, he's got them organised, Carney. They don't concede a lot of goals now since he's come in. They've picked up a few wins as well. They've climbed the table now. Um, I think the only real... They've only conceded, I think, one goal most games, apart from the Celtic game. And when you've seen that, Celtic scored two in the last 10 minutes, whatever it was. So um, they're organised, which you would expect under Levine. I don't expect them to come to Ibrooks tomorrow, Carney, and have a go at Rangers. So strap yourself no. in for Levine Park and two buses there and turn for straight Rangers. I think it'll be a frustrating night tomorrow night. I think um, we'll need to stick in with the team tomorrow night. If we could get the early goal, Carney, which is the cliche, I think that would that would help us big still. Um, but yeah, I think I, Rangers should well, Rangers should beat St Johnson tomorrow night because we get better players. But it, it's going to be a tricky one. They've they've um, they're playing all right, St Johnson. Like I say, they're well organised. We struggle with teams that are organised in terms of breaking them down. But I fully expect Rangers to win. But I don't think it'll be as easy as it's right, just St Johnston because, like I say, they're an organised team. Yeah, they are. Um, and Jamie, I don't think there's any great shock that other Levine teams not conceding many goals. It's kind of what he does when he goes into a, goes into a club. Right. He kind of stops them conceding. He makes them organised. And I agree. I think it's going to be a... A kind of a five four one we'll probably be playing against tomorrow night. I wouldn't imagine them to be really coming to Ibrooks to try and give it a right go. They'll be just trying to frustrate the crowd, all the usual stuff. But this is what these games are all about for us. And um, when these teams come, we just have to find a way to break them down and win. Well, it's it's a huge game tomorrow because we know we can cut that gap to two points. Um, so it's 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 a massive mentality game for us. Yeah, as you say, Craig Levine. We we know how he's going to come and set up. It's going to be. It's going to be a almost almost a bank of ten at the back end. It. I mean, the only thing that that uh, that fills me with a wee bit more positivity about tomorrow is I think if this game had been under Bill, I'd have been I'd have been a wee bit scared about it. But we seem to move the mm-hmm. ball a lot quicker, a lot quicker under Clement. Um So I think we can, uh, yeah, I think we can get in behind a lot better. So yeah, no, I think it's going to be a Rangers win, but I agree with Ali. I think it's going to be a it's going to be a tough old night, I think. I will take any win right now. I will take any win. I don't really care what win it is, just a win. I really could not care less. So on that, um, Ali, I'll come to you first. Give me your team for tomorrow night, mate, and your score. I think you might make a couple of changes, Carney. We've got a few games coming up before the the winter break. So team, button and goal. Tav, Goldson. I think Balogun will come out because I think it'll keep him for a motherwell. So I think Davies will come in there. I was humming a horn about Yilmaz. Barisic, your left back. Lundstrom, Sterling, Cantwell, Dessels through the middle, Seema one side, and I think McCausland was toiling at the end of that game, so I'm pulling him out, and I'm putting Scott Wright um, out there, and I'm going to go 2-0 Rangers. First goal scorer will be Dessels. Yeah, um, I think you will make a few changes as well. I think you're probably... you're probably humming about the, the the right areas. I'd imagine left centre half will be, probably change. I think Yelmaz might come in because I think they might sit in and I don't think they'll be really trying like long ball antics or anything too much like that because um that, that I would be tentatively towards Barisic for that, but and no offence to Yelmaz, but he got leapfrogged by Balogun, so it, he's not a very tall man in terms of winning aerial battles. And yeah, I think Barisic has started to improve a bit. I thought I think he's looking much more like himself. I mean, he got to the byline and got the ball into the back post for Tavernier on Sunday, which is a sight to behold. It really is. Uh, and I, t- I don't want to say this, but I, I do. The only other change that I can really see is, yes, Scott Wright McCausland. I think Lammers will play instead of Cantwell because Cantwell made mention that he hasn't trained very much recently and I think he'll bring Lammers back in. Um, 
I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Jamie, your team, uh, my score, I'll go, I'll also go 2 0 Rangers and I'll go Dessers to score first. Jamie. I'm not a million miles away from you guys here. I'm going Butland, Tav, Goldson. I think Davies will come in as well for Balligan, give him a rest. Yilmaz for the same reasons as you, Scotty. Uh, Ster- well, I've actually put here Sterling slash Jack because I don't know if Ryan Jack's going to be back or not. He was kind of he was kind of alluding to it a wee bit. So if, I think if Ryan Jack's fit again, I think he might chuck him in uh, with Lundstrom. If he's not, it's going to be Sterling and Lurie sitting in. Uh, I think he'll play Cantwell because I think he'll know it's going to be a stuffy old game against St. Johnson. Um, and I think he knows he's going to need to unlock that defence. Uh, Desert's through the middle. Seam on the left. And then I'm going with Matondo on the right in place of McCausland because I don't think he's had a lot of game time recently. And I'm going to go with uh, 2-0 Rangers and Desert's to score. Yes, I'm all for it. 2-0, 2-0 absolutely suit me down to the ground. I'll be delighted to get a 2-0 win tomorrow night, that is for sure. So yes, for tonight, that'll do us uh, a mostly positive podcast. I think the only negative was the fact that there's no fans at, at, at Parkhead in the 30th, but uh, such as life can't always be positive, but no, it's been a tremendous exactly. week, really tremendous week. Uh, Ali, for tonight, thank you much. Thank you very much, mate. No problem, looking forward to being back at Ibrox tomorrow night. Uh, I think the weather's to be dry tomorrow night, can I? Looking at it. Dry ish. Um, dry ish. As long as it's dry, that'll do me. I think it's to be yeah. windy, but as long as it's dry. But yeah, tomorrow night, Carrie, patience is a key, I think. Not just for the players, but for us in the stands as well. And you know what we're like. Um, I murder for it. But <clears throat> yeah, we should have enough to beat St. Johnson tomorrow night. So as always, Carrie, it is over to you, Rangers. That is indeed. Jamie, thanks very much, mate. Yeah, thanks a lot, boys. Now, look, looking forward to going tomorrow, laying down a marker, getting back in this title race and going for it. That's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. We will be back tomorrow night with a club reaction after the game. Probably me and Alistair from the car, I would imagine. Uh, so until then, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, what remains. I hope your team wins on Wednesday and we will speak to you after the match. Again, just a wee plug again for the uh, the live show. To say tickets are on sale. If you want to come see us, please do get your tickets. It'd be good to see you. And usual stuff, like, subscribe, or the usual jazz. Uh, and we'll speak to you tomorrow. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> Podcast Network.